Broadcasting live from the Out of the Boat Ministry headquarters, you're listening to Cast the Net. Now here's your hosts, Matt Hynas and Sean Fraunfelder. Dear Heavenly Father, well, we want to thank you for another day. I want to thank you for another opportunity to um, come together uh, on this podcast, uh, come together in your word, uh, come together um, to to talk things out, to, to you know maybe look at a different uh, different perspectives or or to be able to see things from other ways. Um, Lord, we're uh, we're just so grateful for this opportunity. Uh, Lord, we pray that uh, you use um, that you continue to use us uh, to help speak to other guys. And Lord, I pray that you continue to um, stretch us in our beliefs and our faiths. And Lord, we know uh, that with that stretch and with that growth, um, there comes growing pains. And Lord, we're gonna we're gonna ask you. Uh, to lead us through that, Lord, we, and we have faith that you will. Lord, we're uh, we're so incredibly grateful for, for everything that you do for us. Uh, Lord, we love you, and we want to pray this in the holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So welcome to Cassinet Podcast number seven, brought to you by Out of the Boat Ministries. My name is Sean Fraunfelder, and I'm joined with, once again, Matt Hynas. Hey, how you doing? And Adam Shine. Good evening. Or morning, or afternoon. Or afternoon. So, you have the topic, Matt. You have uh, something the Lord gave yeah. you, so I'm going to give you the floor. Well, I'm actually going to interrupt real quick. Uh, right ahead. Somebody want, want to um, share that we have a new intro and outro going on now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much. Uh, want to give a shout out to the boys from the protest who put together uh, the music that you hear uh, before we come on and when we go off. Um, Josiah Prince uh, was the one who put it all together with the protest. And we just want to say thank you to them. We're huge fans of theirs. Uh, We're humbled that we've gotten to know Mm -hmm. them and become friends. And uh, we just want to give them a big shout out. Thank you guys. We, We love it. We've heard a lot of compliments on it. Um, if you folks are out there and you don't know who the protests are, please, uh, look up their latest album called Legacy. Give it a listen. Uh, Josiah Prince is guitar in the band called Disciple. If you don't know who they are, please, uh, look them up. Uh, Love Letter Kill Shot is their latest album. Make sure you get out there and give that a listen. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. So, uh. I'm not the one who titles uh, the messages that get put up uh, whenever you see those come up on however you listen to uh, our podcasts, but this one has got to be titled, Where Are We Going? And the Lord, the Lord speaks to us all differently, I believe. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, when I hear the Lord, I don't really hear a voice. Um, I, I hear, I don't really hear, I guess the verbiage would be, I have an idea in my head. And I know that's not my idea because I wasn't even thinking about it at the time. And so that's how I know that's the Lord. And so 
Um, what was it, two weeks ago, Sean? Um, about a week and a half. Yeah, week and a half. About, so about a week and a half ago, uh, Sean had shared with us it uh, out of the boat that he was going to be gone. He was going to miss a Thursday night. And before we go any farther, I want to give another shout out. If you're in the area of Logan, Ohio, Thursday nights, 6.30, Out of the Boat Ministries men group. We meet 57 West Hunter Street. Mm-hmm. Man, we'd love for you to come. We'd love for you to, to come in and say, hey, I just want to hang out with you guys. Uh, it's a pretty open group. Uh, we're really starting to grow over the last couple months. The Lord's really doing some great stuff, but just want to give that shout out. When we had the opportunity there, all men are welcome. Come on in and hang out. But anyway, back to the subject matter at hand. Sean had shared that they were going to surprise uh, their daughter, and they were going to take her. Supposedly, she was supposed to go to a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. and little did she know that they were going to go to John Glenn International, get on a plane, and go to Disney World. Yep. And so it was that afternoon. Um, I was texting with Sean to say, hey, how, how was she surprised? Like, I, I could only imagine her face or the anticipation when you told her what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And the Lord put something in my mind, and, like, he showed me the completion of it. Like, it was just, it basically almost was a full podcast conversation. It When he put it into my head, it was, in its entirety. And that's how I know it's him because it's complete. But the one thing he showed me, and I, I, I want to share with you all today and discuss here uh, amongst us is we, we are like Sean's daughter. We're in the back of a car and the Lord's driving it. So here they are, they're driving. She thinks they're going to Lancaster to go to a doctor's appointment. And at some point in time, she probably realizes like, hey, that's not the way to get to the doctor's office. Do you think she panicked right then? Do you think she's like, oh my gosh, where are we going? Oh my, no, she's with her mom and dad. They're driving. They love her more than anything. They care about her well-being. So she's not worried. And so maybe after a couple more miles, she might've been like, Hey, where, where are we going? And I don't know if you and Aaron then said, ah, just don't worry about it. We're, we're going to get there. No, I, actually, because we, we told her we were taking her to a new doctor, uh, ENT, ear, nose, and throat. Uh, you're sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so she literally never asked the question. She never looked up. She never wondered, where is it at? How, how much further? No, she was just fine in the back. Um, so we did pull off at uh, at Canal um, because always on our trips when we head up to you know when you know the, the the regular trip we always stop at Tim Hortons in Canal. Oh yeah, I get you some Tim beds loaded up. Right. So so that's where we had planned on taking her to, um, you know, to surprise her. That's where we're going to tell her it was in the parking lot there where we we're going. Again, there wasn't any question as to. Why are we pulling into Tim Hortons? Why are we getting off at this exit? Like, um, when you called me and told me about this, like, there, there's so many, there's so many ways you you can go with this because, um, no, as I look back through the trip, um, 
No, from the time we got her from the school to the time we told her, there was never a doubt. There was never, you know, there wasn't any fear of where we're going. There wasn't, you know, any fear unknown. No, she just sat in the back seat because she was completely comfortable because she knew who she was with. Yeah, and so what the Lord really showed me, and then I'll get into the weeds of it, was the scripture where he said to the disciples, you know, let the little children come to me, be, be like the little children. And, you know, I think a lot of times we, we maybe miss what that is. But I, when I really think about what, what does that really encapsulate, I think it is that complete trust in the ones that they love. The, the wholehearted, honest belief of the loved ones that they have around them, there's just that trust. And so that's really what the Lord showed me. And the bigger picture was, you just have to trust me, just like Riley trusted them, wherever it was they were going. She wasn't scared. She wasn't worried because deep down, subconsciously, she knows they love me more than anything and they care about my well-being. And so... Basically, God was basically just saying to me, why can't you be like her? Why can't you sit in the back seat, trust wherever it is I'm going to take you, is for my glory, but I'm going to be there with you the whole time. Nobody loves you like I do. Nobody cares for you more than I do. And just hang on for the ride. And when, when really, when the Lord hit me with that, I was just like, man, yeah, Lord, like, how come, how come it's so easy sometimes for us to, to see that? And in other times when we're in that position, we are so scared Mm -hmm. and we've all been there. We've all been in that position where we're like, wait a minute, Lord, we, we passed where I thought we were going to get off. And so all of a sudden now we're, I'm panicked. Where are we going? Where are we going? And why is that? I can tell you for me, it's because I'm outside of my comfort zone now. And I don't, I don't like to be uncomfortable. And so if I don't know where it is we're going, where God's going to take me. Right. Now all of a sudden I'm asking a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So... I would tell you this, if you're a new believer, if you're a a person who's been walking a long, long time with God, I hope you find this message as encouraging as what I did when the Lord put it in my mind was wherever it is he's taken us, number one, he knows where he's going. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He exists outside of time. He created it. He knows where he wants to take us. We just have to trust him in that. Now, does that mean that entire road of wherever it is we're going is going to be perfect and great? Probably not. Probably going to be some difficulties in there sometimes. But through that difficulty comes the growth that we talk about. But I think whether you're a new believer, old believer, there comes those times in our walks with the Lord where he's driving and we just have no clue where he's going. And then, so we can, we can take this analogy. I mean, let's be honest. This, this is us. 
we start complaining because God's picking us up earlier than we wanted to, or maybe He's picking <laughs> us up later. I mean, let's use this whole analogy as you know, God's the driver and we're getting in the car. Yeah. So we're going to start complaining because that's not the day that we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. That's not the time we wanted to go. So then once we get to that point, we're going to come out, we're going to complain about the car we're getting in. It's not nice enough. It's not good enough. Mm. And then as soon as it takes off, where are we going? When are we going to be there? What's the, pur- what, what's the purpose? I'm not supposed to be learning during this, God. Instead of just sitting back and enjoying the ride and trusting who is doing the driving. I mean, look, I'm just as guilty as this as anybody. I mean, that that has been me for years, mm-hmm. wanting to know what, where am I going to be in five years? Where am I going to be in 10 years? Where is it going to be? In, you know, where is this going? So all I've done is gotten into the car, basically climbed into a, a baby car seat and whined and cried mm-hmm. the entire time because it's not going the way I want it to go. But then again, why in the world would I expect Riley to hop in the backseat of the car and give me directions on how to get to the airport? Right. Yeah. I love it. But that's what we do. Yeah. I can remember uh, several years ago uh, taking one of my younger girls uh, to an unexpected uh, physician's office visit. And um, our physician's office is in Lancaster as well. We were, we were heading up there uh, to see the doc. She'd been sick. And so if any of you are kind of familiar with uh, Lancaster, Ohio, you know that if you come from Logan, there's kind of the, quote, back way into kind of the side of the city where the hospital was at. Mm-hmm. And that's the normal way to get to our physician's office. Well, I knew because I had been driving up there over the last several days that that road was under repair and was going to be shut down for a couple of weeks. And so I was going a different way. And so my daughter kept saying, why are we going this way? I'd say, well, because that other, the other way is not open. It's shut down. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, that doesn't make any sense. What I said, just trust me. And I even remember on that day thinking that's God. He, he knows everything about us. He knows the past in our lives. And when he tries to take us away that is safe and isn't going to lead us to a dead end, figuratively, possibly, eternally dead end, we say to him, wait a minute, why, that's, this isn't the way we go. Where are we going? And God says, just trust me, that road is uh, under repair. You don't, we don't want to go that way. Right, but, but you chose that way because you had some information that she didn't have. Yeah. Mm. And is there a possibility that maybe God has some information that we don't have? <laughs> but I mean, but how many times have, have either one of us jumped out of the car at a red light because we didn't like where it was going? Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this analogy, I mean, you can have fun with this analogy and kind of take it, but unfortunately, it's the truth. I mean, you never sit back and enjoy the ride. More importantly, enjoy the company. Yeah. Um, you know, look out the window and just say, we'll get there when we get there. 
and I, I trust who's driving the car. I know that they want what, what's best for me. Um, I mean, we, we don't. But we fight it and fight it and fight it, and we cause more stress, more anxiety, more more just worry and just this whole fighting with ourselves and fighting with what we think is the right thing that God needs to be doing, the direction He needs to go, because we know what's better. I mean, we cause ourselves so much more grief than what we need to because we can't just sit back and fully trust God. That whole afternoon, all I could picture was her just being in the back, just kind of taking in wherever it was, and then her finding out where it was she was going, and the smile and and just the joy that Mm -hmm. she had when she realized where she was going. And then... That's when the Lord hit me, probably in in your daughter's eyes, the favorite place in the world that she could go would be there. Oh, yeah. Listen, believers, if you think this world is something, you have no idea what heaven has. Because in this same analogy we're talking about, when we arrive at our final destination that the Lord is taking us to, we have no idea of the grandeur, the sheer beauty. It will be the greatest place that we could, we can't even imagine. Right. Mm. And, and the whole time, the Lord is just as excited as you and your wife were for her enjoyment, for her excitement. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the wait. same way. Mm-hmm. He's the same way with us. He loves us so much that he sent his son in the flesh to die on a cross for all the sins that we would ever commit. He didn't deserve it. We deserved it. But that's how much he loved us. Mm. And so if you're out there and you don't know Jesus, listen, this is a podcast for you because He is God in the flesh. He came to this earth for you. He died for your sins. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. He holds the keys to all. He arose. He ascended into heaven at the right hand of the Father. He stands in flesh today. And all he asks is, believe in me. Follow me. Repent of your sins. Get in the car. Shut up. Sit in the back. Mm. Trust me. I'm taking you in the right direction. We might have some potholes on the road. Did you drive through any potholes on 33 heading up to Columbus? <laughs> have you been on, on 270 lately? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what God says to us, folks. He says, just get in. We're probably going to have some bumpy roads. But listen, we got a great vehicle. It's sturdy. It's going to get us to where we're going. It's going to be a great time. You're going to love when when you get there. And one thing you said just a few minutes ago, enjoy the company. Mm. Enjoy the company of the people that are around you. Wow. That, uh, that spoke to me. I mean, that's... So I meant it in twofold. One, um, you know, I believe that all the people that are around you are, was placed there for a reason. 
Uh, I don't think there's any coincidence that the three of us are connected how we are. Right. I don't. But the other thing, too, is is to enjoy the Lord's company. Mm. Um, to be able to spend time with Him and, and enjoy that that one-on-one time with Him. Um, enjoy that part of that freedom of being able to let go and let Him drive and take the directions, but just enjoy being with Him. I mean, so that was one of the... Every time we've ever gone to Disney, it's always been... Uh, myself, my wife, my daughter, and my parents. And this is the first time that we went that my parents didn't go. But we were only running down there for a two-day thing and coming back. And my parents were just like, you know, you, just you guys go. Mm-hmm. And uh, about halfway through, you know, because we took a video when we told Riley, about halfway through the video, she goes, where's Grandma and Papa? Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, well, they're not going. And her response was, "Oh, because that that's part of the experience. Yes, she yeah. loves the fact of being there, mm, yeah. but it's the fact that it's it's her people yeah. together for seven days. Nobody loves her more than those people that are with her. Right. So it's that same thing of why would you want to go anywhere without God? So one thing I was thinking about... Um, I was going to make a Facebook post about this, what God showed me. And uh, Sean said to me, save that for a podcast. I said, (laughs) okay. So the one question that I want to ask you both is, um, you both have flown on a plane? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you got on that plane, well, first of all, um, did, did, did you do a walk around of that plane before you got on it? Like kick the tires? Make sure there wasn't any leaking oil out of the engines or... Well, they frown on that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you got on the plane, did you knock on the door and say, hey, I want to speak to the captain? Uh, hey, uh, captain, uh, how many flight hours do you have? Um, and, and how about your co-pilot? You know, how many flight hours does he have? Nope. Nope. Said a little prayer when I walked on. Yeah. But here's the thing. Now, you might be a flyer like I am where I don't like to fly. So I'm probably praying about the whole way that I'm flying. (laughs) But my assumption is, because I know you fly a lot, Mm -hmm. is once you took off, you were probably pretty comfortable the rest of the way. You're not thinking about, huh, I wonder if this guy's flying the plane. I wonder if this is his first flight ever. I wonder if it's his first flight off his orientation. I wonder this if his ten thousandth flight. No, because you just trust. I might think of that now. Yeah, Thanks. right. But think about this: <laughs> when we come to know Jesus, we admit to Him that we need Him, mm. but yet we question Him about everything. We get on a plane. Listen, planes go against every bit of the rules of gravity, right? Yeah. But we don't question the pilot. We don't say, how many times have you flown? Are you rested? Did you get enough sleep last night? Like, Are we don't question sober? any We never that. even know his name. No, we just get on it and go. Yep. I mean, you barely know the stewardess's name, well, yeah. the pilot. But, but the king of kings and lord of lords who right. created everything that we're in, that we acknowledge, mm. that we need 
We question him all the time. Why is that? And man, I'm preaching to myself as much as I'm just talking to anybody who's hearing this. We need to be those people who just get on the plane and go, all right, we're heading to Florida. Let's go. And I think a lot of that comes over time. I mean, the more I flew, the more comfortable I got with it. Um, the more my daughter's flown, the more comfortable she's got with it. I mean, she did, there's not even a second thought about it when she hops on a plane now. I think that's the same thing with with your relationship with, with the Lord. Um, but, I mean, let's also be honest. I mean, my, my flight was two hours one way. Yeah, and, let, and with that, if you hit some real bad turbulence. Which oh, is, which we did. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that perturbed me was the fact that it got loud and I couldn't turn my headphones up loud enough. To, <laughs> but I mean, I, again, I just, I've, I've flown through turbulence before. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, But at different people in those various stages of how much they've flown. Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. who has a smooth flight, that'd be great for them. But as soon as they hit turbulence, that's where they're uncomfortable. Where someone who's flown in a lot of turbulence, mm-hmm. it's just part of the game. But let's be honest, in that two-hour flight, you know, if you're taking the analogy that that's the time spent with the Lord, there's many, many Christian people that I know that are in my circle that haven't spent two two hours this week mm. with the Lord. I mean, um, or maybe even this month, Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so the more time you spend with somebody, around somebody, doing something, the more comfortable you feel... Mm. And that's always what I see with with the more mature faith people, um, you know, the people who have walked with Christ for decades, and you start to see that their reaction is probably more what your reaction should be. They don't seem to question the wrong turn, right? right. You know, what they think is a wrong turn. They don't question. Um, the direction that Christ is taking him in. So I want to believe that that's, that's the route that we're all going to get to, and, and we'd like to get there sooner now. But I think the Lord, he has his own, he has his plan for each one of us to get us to that point. I believe we will, all of us will get to that point where we're just going to sit back and go, all right, if we're going to the West Coast, if we're going wherever, whatever we're going, you're leading and we're following. Um, but right now, especially for men, and, and that's who we deal with more, it, it's just one simple thing. It's your pride getting in the way because you think that you know what's best, mm-hmm. period. That's it. Yeah. Submit. Let I, go. I've, I've got this feeling that there's somebody out there listening that says, you don't know where I'm at personally in my life. Listen, I want to tell you something. First of all, I don't. Mm. But one thing that we encourage with the men is we need to be open with one another Mm -hmm. so that we can talk about those things, pray about those things. But here's the other thing. I want to assure you, God doesn't care where you are. He doesn't care where you've been. He will pick you up in the lowest of all low places 
and he will take you with him. He'll take you out of wherever it is that you are, no matter how long you've been there. If you've been in alcohol for 30 years, you've been in drugs for the last 25 years, maybe you've died three times and had to have you know, the medicine given to you to reverse the opiates. God doesn't care. He doesn't care where he has to pick you up from. But here's the thing. Let me assure you this. God will not pull up and force you into the car. No. He'll pull up. If you want to get in, he'll come open the door. And, and, he'll, and he'll let you in. You know, the Bible, the Bible says, the yea, stand at the door and knock. If you open, I will come in. He doesn't kick down the door. You know, he's not got to force you at gunpoint to get in that car, to take you wherever it is he wants. Why? Because he knows you're not going to want to go willingly. And that's not the type of God he is. He wants us to willingly come to know him, to willingly get in and let the spirit take where he wants us to. Yeah, and it sounds so easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we know a lot of time and effort uh, gets put in and prayer gets put into these. But what we also know is that there are people out there listening and we're praying for you and you don't even know yep. us. Uh, we pray before we come on that these messages reach you, that there is something in these messages that speaks to you about God. And if that is you, we would love for you to reach out to us. Um, you can go to our website, Out of the Boat Ministries. We'd love for you to send us a note, drop us an email. We would love to hear from you. If you want us to pray for you, if there's something specific, we'd love to know that. Um, we know by recent testimony of an individual that one of our podcasts, I think it was our second podcast, where we talked about getting off the fence and getting in the game, mm. that directly spoke to someone. And through that, and through just the working of the Lord, this guy came to know Jesus. Amen. That's what we want for anybody who's listening. We want you to know Jesus. If you say, well, I already know Jesus. Well, we want you to grow deeper. Yes. We want you to grow deeper in your walk. If you're a man, we want you to find other spirit-filled men to be around, to help be accountable, for you to help hold them accountable, and for you to grow your relationship and your discipleship with other men, because in turn, we know that that's going to bleed over into your wife, your kids, your job, your church, your community, anything that you are a part of, that's going to bleed over into. And that's who we're looking for. That's who we're talking to. You got anything, Adam, you want to add? No, I think you guys uh, brought up some great points and uh, brought some great clarification on uh Instead of uh, trying to understand where we're going, just to trust in God to know that we're going in the right direction and to just follow his lead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this analogy when you first told me. I mean, there were so 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 many different ways you can go with it, but, yeah. um, but it's all so true. I mean, it really is. And, and, and the whole time that I've been thinking about this, all I keep picturing myself is... I'm just that brat kid in the back seat hmm. 
throwing a fit, whining and crying uh, the whole time instead of just taking a deep breath, relaxing, spending time with the people that he's placed around me and spending time with him Mm -hmm. instead of complaining. Yeah. The simplicity yet difficulty of just trusting a hundred percent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that might be difficult for some of you who say, you know what? Um, my parents weren't good parents growing up. I didn't have parents who loved me. I had parents who left me out there to go on my own at a young age. Listen, if that's you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. But I want to assure you, that is not the God that we serve. That is not Jesus. Jesus is absolutely everything the opposite of that. Mm. He loves you so much. He wants to know you much more than what you know him currently. And in the analogy that we're talking about, you just got to open the door and get in the back seat and there'll be some great conversation on that road. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I will tell you, when you get to the end of it and you take your last breath here, the very next second you will be with him in paradise and it will all be so worthwhile. Amen. All right. You want to close us up? Yeah. Lord, uh, we, we humbly come before you. We thank you so much for this time. Lord, we just thank you for the analogies that you, that you give us. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that we can read it whenever we want. Lord, we thank you that you're a God that we can come to you whenever and wherever we are. We don't have to be in a church. We don't have to be cleaned up, showered up. Lord, we can just come to you in the midst of our despair or at the mountaintops. And your word says that when we call on you, that you hear us. So Lord, I thank you for this time together with my brothers. Lord, I pray for every person who's going to hear this podcast. Lord, I pray for myself sitting in the back seat. Man, Lord, help me just shut up and enjoy the ride. Lord, help us to trust you more. Lord, help us to have that vision that you're the loving parent and you're taking us to a place that's so great and you know where we're going. You know how we're going to get there. You know every part of the road. You know the road because you've made it. You know the map because you've made it. Lord, for those who don't know your love, Lord, I pray they feel it. Lord, I pray for those who this has touched that want to know more, that they'll reach out to their friends who know you. They'll reach out to the local church or they'll reach out to us. Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for the platform that you've given us here at Out of the Boat Ministries that we could come and just share what you've laid on our hearts. Lord, we ask all these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 You've been listening to Cast the Net, a production of Out of the Boat Ministries. For more information, follow us on Facebook at Out of the Boat Logan or visit our website, outoftheboatministries.com.